It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. The Locked On MLB Fantasy Minute is presented by Prize Picks. Prize Picks is the most fun I've had playing daily fantasy baseball and winning up to 25 times my money. Download the app today and use the code Locked On MLB for a first deposit match up to $100. Exploring my skills on Prize Picks this season adds an extra layer of excitement to daily fantasy sports. With just a few taps, you can transform $10 into $1,000 if you've got the skills. Prize Picks is incredibly user friendly. I can make my selections and submit my entry in less than 60 seconds. As the host of Locked On Fantasy Baseball, here are some rock solid picks. Opt for Shohei Otani to have less than 38.5 home runs this season. Opt for Bobby Miller to have higher than 150.5 strikeouts this season. And for Bryce Harper to have higher than 97.5 ribbies this season. Download the app today and use the code LOCKEDONMLB for first deposit match up to $100. Again, download the app today. Use the code LOCKEDONMLB for first deposit match up to $100. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. This is the Locked On Reds podcast. I'm James Erpine. It is great to be with you on this Monday on Twitter at James Erpine at Locked On Reds. You can subscribe iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, and wherever you get your podcast, including LockedOnReds.com, where there is a ton up right now. Every single podcast posted on the website, LockedOnReds.com. Also, the necessity of avoiding short-sighted decisions. Jacob Rude writes about that. Really worth your time. And Cubs security didn't know who Joey Votto was. Check it out. There's a video of it on the website right now at LockedOnReds.com. I want to start with the weekend. The weekend that was, the weekend that wasn't. The Reds didn't sweep the Cubs. They could have. Some might say they should have. They had leads late in the game in both on Saturday and Sunday, and yet somehow, some way, they lost both of them. They were up 5 nothing Saturday and 7-2 to Saturday. They lost 8-7. to Yesterday, they were up 4-3 to at one point. Uh, Billy Hamilton racing around the bases, giving the Reds the lead. Heck, they even went to extras, unable to get the win. Reds lose two out of three to the Cubs. What does it mean? Honestly, my takeaway was it avoided something that I didn't want to get into. I think if the Reds would have swept the Cubs, and ultimately they lost yesterday six to five, if they had swept the Cubs and improved to what would have been 41 and 49 instead of 39 and 51. By the way, they have three All-Stars. I should have teased this at the top. You're going to hear from all three Reds All-Stars on today's podcast as the Reds gear up for their game against the Indians tonight. But the Reds are 39 and 51. If they would have swept the Cubs, they would have improved to 41 and 49. Eight games under 500, having won seven straight against the Chicago team that most consider Uh, And and most believe, and and I certainly believe, the best team in the National League Central, even though they trail the Brewers right now in the Central. And I just, I look at this team and it was like, okay, if they sweep the Cubs, there will be, maybe the front office might not feel this way, but certainly fans, and I consider ownership, Reds ownership, I consider them fans. Like Bob Castellini, I consider him a fan. He operates emotionally sometimes with his decisions to trade or not trade or nix players or keep players, etc. He's a fan. 
And that's fine. He owns a team. He has a lot of money. He also acts like a fan sometimes. And the last thing I'd want is the 41 and 49 Reds to really truly believe they could make something of this year. Heck, maybe they take two of three from Cleveland. And now we're talking about a team that's five and one on this crazy road trip, right? This really tough road trip and with three to go. And you're looking at it, you're like, are you serious? Yeah, I'm serious. I think that 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 could have happened. I think we could have fooled ourselves or the Reds could have won enough games to where we're like going into that St. Louis series. Wow, they they took two or three from Cleveland. If they could take two or three on the road from St. Louis and win again after sweeping Chicago, we're talking about a team that that no. Even if they went seven and two on this road trip and they still could, they win six straight. I don't expect it to happen, but even if they went seven and two on the road trip, they were not going to contend this year. This team is still very much in the rebuild mode. That doesn't mean that they're not closer to finishing the rebuild and closer to getting back and playing winning baseball than they were a year ago. It doesn't mean that the 3-18 and start was a mirage and something that didn't really reflect the talent that this team has and how close they actually are to getting over the hump. That being said, this will not be the year they do. And the last thing I want is the front office or ownership or fans to think there's hope for this season. The, my hope for this season has every bit to do with figuring out one, what they have, two, who can stick around and can, can contribute to a winning team in 2019. I think 2019, next season, with the right trades, the right offseason moves, can be the year. And so instead of thinking, well, maybe if we stand pat and pass up on this deal for Scooter Jeanette that has got mighty fine prospects involved in it, they won't do that. There's zero chance of that. And that's what I mean. I, I want them to be brought back to reality just a bit, just enough, so they operate with a clear mind at the trade deadline. And you might say, James, come on, the front office is not going to overreact one way or the other. And I agree. Probably not. You're saying you trust ownership to not overreact? Are you saying that the way Billy Hamilton's been playing the past couple days, if he continues that throughout and through the All-Star break, that ownership won't be even more reluctant to trade him than they have in the past? Are you saying that Scooter Jeanette, just balling like he's, he has been, if this team is three or four games under 500, that ownership might say, no, we're keeping Scooter. We want to sign him to a contract extension. Are you saying that if this team makes a made a run and got within four or five games of 500, that ownership might say, no, Rasel Iglesias is not available. I want everyone to be available. I want the Reds because I think this is very crucial for them. Get the best deals you can for Scooter Jeanette, potentially. Certainly for Matt Harvey. Listen to offers for, for plenty of players. Jeanette, I'd listen. Billy Hamilton, I'd listen. Duvall, I'd listen. And we could keep going if you want. I mean, Iglesias, I'd listen and see what they are. The last thing I'd want is a Matt Harvey trade to happen. And ownership say, no, 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 put Homer Bailey back in the rotation because he's a veteran and we're close enough to 500 that we need to push with our veterans. And so they bring Homer Bailey up instead of Robert Stevenson, who should certainly be up and in the rotation if a Matt Harvey trade happens. I don't want 
a hot streak to get in the way of the plan. And you might say, you might be at home or in your car or wherever you're listening to this, say, James, it was never going to happen anyway. Fine. That's fine. But if they lose every now and then, and last week, honestly, they blew one game against both Chicago teams. Two five-run leads. I mean, that's the reality of it. And so they could be certainly record-wise better, two to three games better than they are right now. But it's almost, and I'm not going to say losing's good, but it almost is a good thing because now it's not the smoke and mirror show of, oh, man, they're so hot right now. Let's just stand pat. A couple losses might do ownership well in saying, all right, let's continue the rebuild. Things are going well. Let's keep them going well by sticking to the plan. I want them to stick to the plan. Even though they have three All-Stars, even though the young pitching is pitching better than it was at the beginning of the season, even though their bats are red hot, even though it seems like the, the four-man outfield or whatever you want to call it is working more, even though Billy Hamilton is just being a game-changer on the bases, I do not want to risk the future, not listen to trades, think that they actually have a chance when they don't. And I'm not trying to be negative here. I'm thinking big picture. I want to have a 500 Baseball team, 500 or better in 2019. And I think the way to do that is to be wide open from here until the trade deadline and this offseason because I think they're going to have to acquire a quality starting pitcher, a potential ace that's going to cost them a lot that might involve trading Scooter Jeanette or Rasiel Iglesias or Nick Senzel or whoever you're talking about. And I'm open to anything. You could convince me that trading Senzel is more important than Jeanette. Or trading Jeanette is what you should do, and you should keep Senzel. I could, I can be on board with either one. But I want the front office, I want ownership, I want fans to have an open mind about it all. And I think if they continued to win and got within a couple games of 500, now they're 12 away from 500. But if they got within a couple games, four or five games of 500, it might be smoke and mirrors. It might be something that ownership buys into, and I did not want that to happen. I'm James Rapine. This is the Locked on Reds podcast. Up next, you're going to hear from Joey Votto, Scooter Jeanette, and Eugenio Suarez. It is the National League All-Star team, and the Reds have three infielders. Three of their infielders make the All-Star game. You'll hear from all three next on the Locked on Reds podcast. Yeah, it's great. Look, Scooter Jeanette, Joey Votto, Eugenio Suarez, all making the all-star uh, All-Star game, all National League All-Stars. Eugenio Suarez, 19 bombs, just three away from the, the lead in the National League home run-wise. 68 RBIs, leads the league in RBIs. Slugging percentage at 590. He's playing so well right now. And let's hear from him first, because out of these three interviews, and, and he met with reporters yesterday, I think he's the most excited. Here's uh, Eugenio Suarez, who I hope participates in the home run derby. Here's Suarez on making the All-Star team. You don't know how how excited I am right now, man. My my heart is fast right now. I feel so happy, and uh, I, you know that that's an honor to be part of the All-Star game. Uh, be a uh, part of those uh, players like Joy. He has a couple. And uh, bro, uh, right now I feel so so happy because I know my 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 dream comes true. So I I always I always uh, dream about be a all star all star team all star game be all star player. So now I can I can tell I I, I am all star I am the all star all star player. So I feel so happy and 
and I know my, my, my wife, my family, and my everybody in my hometown gonna be happy for me, and that 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 make me feel more happy than I am. Yeah, you know, now I got a history to tell my my daughter, and I be part of the All Star All Star team, and that bro, that it's, it's amazing. It's amazing. You know, I feel so happy right now, and uh, you know, I, I gonna keep doing what I'm doing and be part of more more on the next next years. Was it the players' ballot? Uh, yeah, uh, Eugenio and Votto were players' ballot. Scooter was an MLB manager selection. What does it mean to be recognized by fellow players for the year you're having? Uh, you know, yeah, when, when you have a year like this and the player, you know, uh, she, she, she did my numbers and I, they say, okay, this guy deserves that, that, what is it? That, that place me, I mean, I feel honored. Uh, and I and I just want to say thank you to all players for for putting me on, on the on the All Star game and and you know that's that's nice man when you work hard and uh, the, the the work like I always say the the work hard pay off so I gotta keep doing what I doing and uh, like I always say God God got me all the time and I just want to say thank you to everybody to put me in the All Star game. How about that from Eugenio Suarez? Good stuff there. Good stuff from a, a guy. That move might be the best move of the rebuild. Extending him seven years, $66 million. He would have made so much more after a season like he's having. He's going to have 100-plus RBIs and probably 30 to 35 home runs while missing three weeks due to that thumb. I mean, he has 19 home runs right now, and he missed almost three weeks. Crazy, crazy stuff. And what's even crazier, what's even bigger surprise, Scooter Jeanette leading the National League in batting average at 326. He's got 54 runs scored, 58 RBIs on the season. Playing very, very well, is fourth in the National League in hits with 107. I believe it's 107. I looked at it a couple hours ago. I'm going by memory here. Shows how much I prepare, but... Either way, Scooter Jeanette was excited to be part of the National League All-Star team. Here he is with reporters yesterday. It's an honor. It's it's uh, it's definitely nice when you when you get recognized by um, you know your peers and and you know just being recognized for for the effort, but also you know the the performance and numbers and stuff is is great. Um, you know, it's it's definitely gonna be a lot of fun going there and uh, experiencing it. Obviously, it's my first one, so I'm definitely looking forward to it. But um, uh, today, I'm worried about winning a ball game. to be honest. Is this validation for all the work that you put in? Um, I guess in some ways, uh, you know, but for me, it's it's winning ball games. You know, if we're lately, we've been winning a lot more than we're losing. And, and you know, that definitely validates uh, for me a little bit more that I'm contributing helping the team win not only um, you know just for my performance and, and my numbers it's it's playing it's it's helping us win ball games uh, but but yeah in some ways for sure a couple of years ago obviously you know before last season you were claimed off waivers by this team and you know you didn't know where things were going to end up going but mm-hmm. I mean how much does it mean to you just to go from from that point into what sorry into, into what you're doing now uh I mean, it feels good when you're when you're playing better than you were um that's for sure. Uh, but for me, it's it's. I'm not. I don't want to say I'm like surprised about about how I'm playing. I, I felt like I always uh, was a was a good hitter and, and uh, a good player. Um, I, I'm just thankful and, and blessed that uh, last year I got the opportunity to be in there 
every day on a more consistent basis. And I think a lot of players, until they get that opportunity or until they, they earn that opportunity, um, you know, it's it, it can be tough. It can be a grind when you're when you're used to playing every day, and, and then all of a sudden it's like a half type deal. It kind of throws you throws you off a little bit. And um, you know, I think that was the biggest thing is just getting an opportunity and and. I would say I earned that opportunity. I fought, I fought my way into the into the lineup last year, and um, once I've once I've been in there every day, it's it's kind of you know, the rest is kind of history in a sense. I think it, you know the true player you know in me came out. Um, you know, it's been a lot of fun. What's it mean to you to go with the two guys that you're going with as well, Gino and Joey? It's great. Uh, I think we're gonna have a lot of fun. Um, I'm, I'm extremely happy to to hear that they made the team. They're definitely deserving. Um, you know, and uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be a fun time. Um, you know, I'm glad Gino's there because you know he'll be able to help me with some some communication with the other guys for sure. He's, he's don't let him fool you. He's really really good at English, so I hope he doesn't bring in uh, in uh, Julio because he doesn't need him. So. I'm, I'm glad that, that they're going, though, for sure. It's going to be some fun. It wouldn't be an all-star game for the Reds without Joey Votto. The Reds' first baseman makes his sixth all-star team, hitting 292 on the season, leads the National League in on-base percentage at uh, 425. And what's crazy is, and, and I want to get into this tomorrow a little bit, Votto's having, compared to last year, Votto's numbers aren't even close. And that doesn't mean anything. It just speaks to me how great he is more on that, but uh, more on that tomorrow. I, I do want to get into that, but I, I do think it's very interesting. Votto hitting 292, getting on base for, uh, 42.5% and a half percent of the time. And the guy national league all-star for the sixth time. It's great stuff. By the way, it's the first time the Reds have had three all-stars since 2014. Also another fact, the Reds all-stars, they've had two all-stars or more. In nine straight seasons. That's amazing considering we've dealt with the rebuild. Last year, Cozart, Votto, uh, but they've always had two. Always, always, always. So that uh, that's interesting to me as well. Here's Joey Votto on being named an All-Star. Well, the players voting me in was really exciting. Um, and, uh, you know, I was uh, really hopeful to make the team and um, to make it as, as, as always a great honor. So I'm, I'm very happy about that. I mean to have the respect of your of your peers like that, but, you know, be kind of looked at as a guy like that belong on these all star teams on a yearly basis. Um, if that's the case, then thank you, and that that feels that's that as always, it's a great honor. And um, you know, I'm I'm really I was just informed, so I'm I'm a little bit shocked right now as it is. So um, I'm very proud of it, and uh, I look forward to it. And uh, most importantly, um, I look forward to representing the Cincinnati Reds, and uh, I don't know, it's, it's just exciting putting that uniform on and staying in the line and, and representing the city and the team, so I, I'm very proud of that. Are, are you, you've got to be excited that Scooter and, and Gino made it as well. Yeah, they're very, they've played really well, and I would have been very surprised. Uh, well, I don't need to be surprised because they did make it, so... Um, <laughs> Uh, Eugenio has played great and, and Scooter also and we play every day together and uh, you know we've played really well of late and, and there's there's a pretty good reason why and those two are at the center of it. That's Joey Votto good stuff from Joey and I gotta be honest they got three all-stars all is good all is good I'm 
I get it. I wanted to sweep the Cubs too. Like the fan in me, of course, I wanted them to win. And, and I, I get why you guys might have listened to that and thought, well, what the hell is he talking about? But the reality is, is I think next year can be their year. If you think back to 2010, that came quicker than we realized. 2019 could be that 2010 type season, but they're going to have to make some moves. And I don't want them to think they're close yet because I believe they need to make a couple moves for it to happen. And the only way they make moves is if they feel like an ownership also feels like they need to make said moves. So I want moves to happen. It doesn't have to be by the deadline. It could be this offseason. The good news is, is the Reds don't have to do anything by the deadline, but that puts them in really good a really good spot negotiating wise. You go to a table or you go to negotiate, you're buying a car and you don't have to buy said car. You can walk away anytime. You got the upper hand. At least you can have the upper hand in the Reds for the first time in a while. It seems like they have leverage. I'm James Erpine. Thank you so much for listening today on the Locked on Reds podcast. Please like us uh, in like us. That's Facebook. Follow us on Twitter at James Erpine at Locked on Reds and Please leave us a five-star review. You could do that. That shows you like us on iTunes. You can also subscribe on Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, and every podcast posted at LockedOnReds.com. Have a great night. Until tomorrow, I'm James Erpine. Thank you so much for listening to the Locked On Reds podcast. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.